0: Back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Gosselin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. On Yahoo
1: Sports Radio.
0: I want winners. Well, our
1: first guest was one of the hardest-seeing safeties in the history of the NFL. I'm talking about Denver's Steve Atwater, aka the Smiling Assassin who is an eight-time Pro Bowler, which is the second most in Broncos history, a three-time All-Pro, two-time Super Bowl champ, and a member of the 1990s All-Decade team, and who is now a semifinalist for the Hall of Fame's Class of 2016. Steve, you're on with Clark, Rick, and special guest host Jim Fossil pinch-hitting for Ron Borges. How are you doing?
0: Hey, you doing wonderful. How are you gentlemen doing today?
1: Great, great, thank you um Steve. First question right out of the box. This is a familiar spot for you. It's your fifth year as a semifinalist, and we want to get you to the next level. So my question is, if you were to stand in front of the board's forty six selectors, what would you tell them to try to convince them that I should be one of the fifteen finalists oh
0: boy man that's uh, that's a good question um you know I, I would tried to stress the fact that uh, during uh, a lot of the, the era when I played uh, we played against a lot of really big running backs especially in the uh, in the uh, AFC West conference back then uh, we had some, some pretty large running backs and of course you had to have some big guys who uh, weren't afraid to go up there and stick their nose up in there and, and get dirty uh, once they started trying to pound the ball and um, I think that I did that. Uh, pretty well, um, and you know, helped our team be successful. Um, I was a team player. Um, one thing that I think is an issue is I, I dropped some interceptors that I that I should have had. <laughs> uh, but in terms of me, uh, my reliability and my durability, I think that uh, it was pretty well. So um, that's pretty much what I what I say, and I'd have to look at film and uh, and go from there. And. and I, I, I keep my fingers crossed that he he came out uh, agreeing with me.
2: Steve, as, as a safety, what do you think the Hall of Fame is looking for? Tackles or interceptions from that position?
0: Uh, to be honest with you, I, I don't know. That's that's a, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I don't have any preconceived ideas, and I, I don't know what they're looking for. Um, you know, I know some guys that have lots of interceptions that aren't in there, and I know guys that have lots of tackles that aren't in there. Um, I think, um, you know, fans would like to see, uh, and they, they, I'm sure that they take this into account. Uh, just the overall impact that the player had uh, playing on the team that he played on, and uh, and also, you know, being a great teammate and uh, being able to produce year in and year out.
2: Paul Krause set the NFL record for most interceptions, uh, with 81. He played safety. It took him 14 years to get in, and he was a guy who wasn't a tackler. He was an interceptor. In your case, you've been a finalist five times. You were a great tackler, yet you can't get into the door either. Why do you think there's such a lack of respect for the safety position?
0: Well, uh, for one thing. Um it looks like the, the the defensive backs are kind of lumped together as defensive backs, and then there isn't a position for safeties and uh, cornerbacks as there is, let's say, for an offensive tackle and an offensive guard and a center. You know, they're they're all you know uh, kind of separate, and um, you know, for for the the time that we played, I think that. Uh, you know, it, it should be separated. The 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 cornerbacks and safety should be separated. Uh, and you know, I, I, don't, I really don't know why it's been a long drought uh, since they uh, drafted a pure safety into the, the Hall of Fame. And uh, I'm hoping that you know that's not going to be the case here going forward. And I know we got some really great safeties who probably be first ballot coming up here with Ian Reed and possibly even Torrey Palomalo. So um, I'm sure that you
3: know, we'll get somebody in there. Even if it's not me, somebody will be going in there soon. Hey Steve, this is Jim. Um, it's great to talk with you. You know, the one thing about the Hall of Fame, I mean, I've, I've been around the league a lot of players. You deserve to be in there. You deserve to be in there. And the one thing that never gets passed on that, and I, I don't think it ever will, is your leadership qualities. I mean, You were a leader on this team. I mean, you, you inspired other people to greatness and to prepare for the game. And I know talking to the opponent coaches uh, before we played them on the field, you know, they were looking for volunteers to run the crossing route in your area because you may not come out with your head, you know what I mean? But, uh, right. you know, you were, you were I, I wish the uh, Hall of Fame would also consider the value, and I know it's hard to do, the value of the leadership and how you handled the rest of the team. The question I want to ask you, though, is, what kind of guy was Wade Phillips? Why, why was he so successful as getting you to play the way you were and getting that defense? Because he's, he's gone on and had good defenses.
0: Okay, well, first off, Jim, hello. It's great to talk to you again. I appreciate the, the kind words. Um, yeah, <laughs> I agree. I, I think that uh, it, it would be nice if the, uh, the, the voters, <laughs> the, uh, the sports writers, could take that into into account in terms of uh, the leadership that the different players have, but I think that'd be kind of difficult for them to judge, uh, you know, with the, I don't know, I just don't think they can get that close to it, Um, but it would be great if they could do that. Uh, As far as Wade Phillips, uh, you know, I have a, you know, a a special place in my heart for Wade. Um, You know, we had a a great relationship, still have a good good relationship. Um, He's been really successful over the years. Um, I think that, um, you know, he really makes his players feel comfortable. Um, you know, he's not a, a coach that is going to get on you. He just expects you to get your job done. If you don't get your job done, you're just not going to be there. He's not the guy, kind of guy that's going to sit there and yell and scream and, you know, throw his clipboard down. He's just going to, you know, if you, you, you can't produce, then he'll get rid of you. But if you're a guy that doesn't mind uh, working hard and, and uh, you know, being unselfish and, and, and playing hard, uh, you know, you, you can have success uh, with Wade and the system,
1: and uh, he'll keep you around. We're talking with Steve Atwater, who's a Hall of Fame semifinalist of the class of 2016 on the Talk of Fame Network. And, Steve, you talked about the big backs in the AFC West, and one of the big backs was Christian Okoye. And you know where I'm going with this, that Monday night game when you dropped him like a ton of bricks. Um, my question is, because Okoye was reputed to be a guy who was tough to tackle and impossible to bring down, but you did it. Who was the toughest guy for you to tackle period? Uh, was it Okoye or was it somebody else?
0: Well, um, there were several guys back then. Uh, I mean, he, he was difficult, um, Christian Okoye, of course, was difficult. Uh, they had another guy there with them, Barry Word. He was, you know, he, he wasn't a right. slouch to bring down either. Um, but I, I got to say the guy that I had the most difficulty with in terms of, uh, you know, when, when we knew, looked on the schedule and. So okay, we got to play these guys. I say, oh man, I got to get ready. You know, I'm gonna have a headache after this game. A uh, guy named Marion Butts. He was uh, for the uh, San Diego Chargers, and um, you know, it was just one of those days where you got to got to bring your lunch bucket and your hard hat because uh, it's gonna be a long day, a lot of lot of contact, and uh, they were gonna run it, and we had to we had to stop the run. So uh, I would say he was he gave me the most the most fits.
2: Most trouble. Um, Steve, the last safety to go in the Hall of Fame was Ken Houston. He played 19, he retired after the 1980 season. So the Hall of Fame committee has not found a safety in the last three and a half decades worth enshrining. Why do you think that is?
0: You know, I, I don't know. I, I really I really don't know. Um, again, it, it seems like, um, you know, they, you know, the safety position isn't as valued uh, as all the other positions are because it seems like the other positions are well represented, uh, but the safety position isn't uh, so much, uh, especially pure safety. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I like to know the answer to that question too. I could sit here and, and shoot a bunch of things at you, but uh, to be honest with you, I, I don't have a clue. And um, yeah, I wish I knew.
3: Steve, you know. Uh This doesn't pertain exactly to your uh, enshrinement in the Hall of Fame because the game was different. It's a passing league right now. And I think a lot of teams as I see them, uh, teams that are very good have an outstanding tight end. It's a pass receiving tight end and he is a threat. And what's gonna happen I think as we move forward in this league, people are gonna put more importance, more money on getting a safety they can cover the tight end and also play the run. Would you agree with that?
0: Oh, I agree 100%. Yes, I mean we have some, you know, really big tight ends, and um, they're, you really good at route running and that. And yeah, I agree, you, a lot more emphasis will be placed on in the future in terms of being able to cover, in addition to, uh, you know, fill the run and, and make interceptions. Uh, you know, having somebody that can cover the tight end and being there for for uh, three or four downs.
1: We've got Hall of Fame semifinalist Steve Atwater on the phone with us on the Talk of Fame Network. And Steve, uh, as you know it, teammate of yours Terrell Davis, is also a semifinalist sitting up for the class of 2016. If you had to choose one guy for the Hall, other than yourself, who's not in it, who would that guy be?
0: You mean from the Denver Broncos, or are you talking about just...
1: No, from any team, any overall. team, any team.
0: Oh, man, uh... That's a very good question. Um, you know what? I, I probably would go with Terrell. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a guy who had a had a really great career. A lot of people say it wasn't as as long as uh, you know a lot of other people's career, but uh, in terms of the production that he had while he played, um, yeah, I I'd, I'd definitely say Terrell.
2: Was there a safety that you looked up to? Growing up, heading into the I'm NFL, sorry? was there a safety you uh, you looked up to as your kid growing up, moving on to the NFL, a, gu- a guy whose style you liked to emulate?
0: Oh, Ronnie Lott. It was yeah, it wasn't even close. Um, I just uh, remember watching him play, um, even when I was in college, and um, you know he just really motivated me to you know want want to want to go out and hit hard. Uh, and it was crazy because I ended up uh, playing with Dennis Smith, who was Ronnie's uh, teammate in, in, uh, in college at USC and also, you know, a good friend. And um, I learned even more from Dennis uh, from being able to practice with him and play with him. Uh, he's the guy that was full speed, 100%. And, um, you know, he's another guy who I, I mean, I don't understand how uh, as a safety he, he uh, hadn't gotten any, any looks for the Hall of Fame. Um, but, again, I, I don't know what the, what the judges and the, uh, the writers look for, and, uh, but he was definitely an excellent player that uh, had a wonderful career as
1: well. Hey, Steve, we got to run, but I want to thank you so much for joining us, and best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy.
0: Thank you very much, gentlemen. Have a wonderful day. Jim, great talking with you.
1: Thanks, Steve. Steve, great talking to, talk to you. you. That was Steve Atwater coming up next. We're going to be talking about that Hall of Fame class with Jim Fossil. This is the Talk of Fame Network.